What is going on, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask podcast? Welcome back to another episode of this right here podcast, the Didn't Ask podcast. How are you guys doing? I myself am doing pretty good. I did go to the dentist today, so my mouth is a little bit in pain right now, but it's actually not too bad. But maybe you might hear it here and there. I think that the numbing and the pain, the, the, the numbing is done, sadly, I guess. But also, luckily, because my lip would not move properly and I probably would be lisping all over the place in this podcast. And that's not what we want. We want that crispy, clean audio podcast. So let's hope that that is the case for us for this week, for this week's episode of this Right Here podcast. Did you have a good weekend? I certainly did. I watched the race, of course. I, I talk about this every time. Like, we had a couple weeks off, or a week off, I guess you can say. And we went back in Italy. We were at Imola, and it was great. And of course, we had rain. And the thing is, with, with racing, it is the most fun when the, the weather starts changing, you know? When the weather conditions are changing, things are getting more fun. So we had the race. At first, let's let's start at the beginning of the weekend. Of course, I've always the free practice. And this week, it was actually a sprint weekend, which throws all the shit all over the place because normally you would have three free practices, one qualifier, one race. But now the you do one free practice, then a qualifying, then a free practice, then a sprint, and then the actual race. So it's a little bit different, but most things quietly the same. But like I said, with racing, it becomes more interesting when the weather starts changing. So especially when the weather starts changing during one of those free practices or between the free practice and the race or whatever. So we had lots of rain, which made it more fun in a certain way because hey people start driving differently when it's raining outside and you name it whatever fuck and that made the race more fun and then of course we had the race on sunday and i almost forgot the time like it's always really weird now with racing because of course because it travels the globe sometimes you have a race that starts at one in the afternoon sometimes you have a race that starts at 10 at night so i almost forgot and my mom called from the other room and she was like hey uh, are you gonna watch max and i was like oh shit that's now and it was like five minutes before time but luckily we made it there we saw the lights go green and we saw the race happening max had a really great start and then it was just this whole back and forth between him and leclerc of course it's always about tactics and that's what makes racing so much fun is that You can do certain things and then not do certain things and going for the fastest lap. But then Max went for the fastest lap and then Leclerc started pushing real hard and then he spun out. And then, oh man, it's so much fun to just watch the race. And again, a year ago, if you would have said to me that I was going to be very much into Formula One, I would probably say that you're fucking crazy because it's definitely not a thing that I would normally get into. But now that I actually got into it, it's so much fun to just see like, oh, how does this driver work in in cloudy weather or when it's raining outside or when the tires aren't getting properly warmed up and stuff like that. It's really fun. That's pretty much all that I have to say about the Formula One weekend. 
There was also a UFC fight night this weekend, and oh my god, that was fucking amazing. We had Lemon versus Andrade, and oh my god, it was a, it was fucking crazy. Like I didn't, re- I my money was very much on Andrade of Andrade, I should say. I'm sorry, um, more so because I hadn't really seen Lemon fight that much, and of course Andrade, she is going up and down in weight classes so she has more experience with higher weight classes and you name it so that's why i was leaning towards andrach but the way she finished the girl was absolutely outrageous they were you know trading strikes kicking punching and then andrach threw a like a left hook and then it kind of stayed and then she just locked in a uh a choke hold and that was it for the match it was fucking crazy and Everybody went into, like a lot of people went into this fight just going like, oh, Lamont is on a fucking five win streak and she's going to demolish Andrade and then will be the definite number one contender. And then this happened and oh my God, Andrade is shooting up the ranks again at straw weight. But this is not a sports podcast, even though with five minutes of me talking about sports, it's basically that. This is the didn't ask podcast the podcast where i dive into the world of reddit to see what the people ask reddit and didn't ask me before i get into the first question of the day i need to say that this is a late night version of the podcast normally i record this podcast during the day probably around lunchtime you know somewhere around there but today i was very busy with work and so many things were going on so i had to push 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 and eventually it became 10 o'clock and then I was like Jesus I have not recorded a podcast yet and I really would like to watch Moon Knight in the morning so we're gonna have to record a late night episode so that's gonna be fun also tomorrow is King's Day here in the Netherlands so I'm off so that's why I don't really care how late I'm going to bed because I don't really have to get up that early only have to get up for Moon Knight and that's why we are here Let's get into the first question of today from the Ask Reddit subreddit asked by user Kiwi Pengolan. And they ask, you meet your 13-year-old self, but you can only tell them three words. What do you say and why? I will probably say everything will work out. Even though that's technically not... I can do everything will work out. That... mm, Yeah. I would say either that... But since it, there are not three words, I would probably say uh, believe in yourself. I think that somebody saying believe in yourself is such a, like, it's uh, it's like a nonsensical thing, but also very much sensible in a sense. Because if you say to somebody believe in yourself, you hope that that brings up their confidence and that basically implements in them that people trust you for what you're doing so for me saying believe in yourself to the 13 year old me basically yeah hopefully cements me in a in a certain way because around 13 no i think i was still dancing at 13 but it is getting close to the age i think where i started getting injured and badly injured and then having to step away from dancing and professionally dancing especially for quite a time so at that 
point in time, I was very insecure of what to do with myself because I, the only thing really I knew at that point was dancing. Like I pointed all my arrows towards that place because it was something that I loved doing and I saw my teachers and stuff like that make money from it. So I was just like, hey, if they can do it, I can definitely do it because I was in classes with them as well. So if they can be up there, then why can I not be up there? And I believe when I was 12 or 13 was also the time where they competed for Holland's Got Talent. So that made it even bigger. But yeah, just telling myself, believe in yourself, I think that would help me a lot to just cement myself in what I'm doing and also look towards the future and what choices I have to make and how I need to respond to those, I guess you can say. I might be saying some nonsensical stuff right now, but in my head, it does make sense. And I'm the only one that's talking here, so there's nobody that can check me. But you can go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't add that pod. There's a button there that says message. You can send me a message to check me, but we're not talking about that now. So yeah, I think going back to the question asked by user Kiwi Pangolin, you meet your 13-year-old self, but you can only tell them three words. What do you say and why? And I think it would be believe in yourself because at that time in your life, you're going, for me, it was like, I think I was just in high school, maybe a year, maybe two years again. I, I, I'm one of those kids that... My birthday is in summer, so it's always really hard for me to see, like, oh, was I 11 or was I 12 when I got there? But anyways, it was a time where I was fairly recent in high school, and there are so many things that you have doubt about, especially when you hit your puberty and things are happening to your body, and just sometimes it's really nice to hear somebody say, just believe in yourself because everything will be fine. But since we can only say three words... I have to go with believe in yourself. Thank you for your question, Kiwi Pangolin. Moving on to the second question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today, coming from user y-no-friends. And they ask, why are you guys on Reddit right now? Well, y-no-friends, I have to prepare this podcast. This podcast is all about diving into the world of Reddit. Where the else do I need to go for this like, I need to get my questions, like yours, so I have content to talk about. So, why, dash no, dash friends, why are you guys on Reddit right now? I have to do this podcast. This podcast is giving me so much joy, even though I don't make a single penny from it. It's zero dollars. It basically costs me more to do this podcast than it is, than it is giving back to me. But I think that this podcast is fun and it gives me a creative output, I guess you can say. So thank you for your questions, y-no-friends. Moving on to the third question of today, coming from user 40 ounce underscore to freedom. Who is a good comedic actor that ended up being a great dramatic actor? When I saw this question, the first person my mind jumped to was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is, of course, he has been a dramatic actor for a very long time, I guess you can say, because 
he was the 89 Batman. So count it for yourself. It's It's been a while. But yeah, at the time, he of course was very much known as a comedic actor. And he he still does comedic roles from time to time. But he fucking brought it when Batman came out. And everybody saw that, oh shit, this motherfucker can act. And that's why he did Birdman, even though that has a different title in different regions. So if it's not called Birdman, I'm sorry, but it is, I believe it's called, it has a different title in different regions. Or at least it has a longer title in some places. I don't know. Um, But of course, we also saw him don a bird costume and become the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. And Spider-Man Homecoming is such a cool movie because first off it's a different Peter Parker that we are seeing now and it's it's more of a Peter Parker that actually would go to high school and not a fucking 40 year old man like Tobey Maguire uh, was but yeah just having the interactions between Michael Keaton and Tom Holland are so fucking cool and you can clearly see that oh my god this is first off the story that they gave Michael Keaton in that movie, absolutely fantastic. But he is also a fucking amazing actor that brought that character to life. So much so that Sony was just like, hey, we need to steal that back. Spoilers for Morbius. We need to steal that back because, yeah, this actor is pretty good and we need him in our movies. So Michael Keaton would, would be basically my answer to the question. I think you can also add Adam Sandler to the list because of course Adam Sandler has made so many Adam Sandler movies movies um, Grown Ups Grown Ups 2 Jack and Jill you name it so many he has so many Netflix movies as well and then he of course did Uncut Gems which brought him so many nominations for prestigious awards like the Oscars and even when he was nominated for the Oscars he kept making jokes about how if he wouldn't win the Oscar for Uncut Gems, he would then go back to making Adam Sandler movies. And that's fucking hilarious. That's really good. But yeah, that guy can act as well. Uh, and there are some other actors. Uh, maybe Will Ferrell, you can say. Yeah. So going back to the question, as by user 40 ounce underscore to freedom, who is a good comedic actor that ended up being a great dramatic actor? And... Uh, I would say Michael Keaton is very much the number one pick for me. He did very well in the 89 Batman movies and in Spider-Man Homecoming. So yeah, that's probably what I'm going for right now. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the fourth question of today. Coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit as by user... Oh god. Dolify? Dolify? Non-Germans of Reddit... What do you associate with Germany? For me, I live in the Netherlands. If you don't know, now you know. And that's, of course, next to Germany. So we are very much closely related. And, of course, the first thing you think about is Nazi Germany. I guess, like, it's it's one of those things that... It's not that positive, of course. But it is one of the things that you think about when you think about Germany. You think about the Nazis, you think about the war, especially here in Europe, like, uh, we 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 were fucked over, like, really quite hard. And uh, Germany is still paying the bills for that, I believe. 
So yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the things I think about. I also think about movie park. So we have this this attraction park, fucking theme park, I guess you can say, that's called movie park. Movie park Germany to be precise. And it is it's basically like it's like a paramount themed theme park, I guess you could say. So but but like it's it's slightly paramount. There are just kind of generic attractions, but they do have like a Nickelodeon land part of the park. And that is why most people would probably go to movie park Germany. I've not been there in a very long time because eventually like they switched owners or some stuff like that. And and the whole park just went fucking backwards. But yeah, they would have like DreamWorks team shit and Paramount team stuff. But yeah, it wasn't that great. But that's one of the things I think about because I've been to movie park a couple of times. I would also think about, I mean, Berlin is one of the, and if I say Berlin, I think Berlin, Berlin. And if you don't know, Berlin, Berlin is a, you know, it's like a young adult drama show in Germany. Again, it's called Berlin, Berlin. We used to watch this in high school every Friday in German class because the teacher was just like, hey, we're going to do this exercise. And he would make custom exercises for the specific episode that we were watching and then teach us some new uh, words that we could use in our normal speech. And of course, I'm the fucking idiot that only remembers the fucking nasty words. So I know the word die Schlampfe. And die Schlampfe means the slut. And that's the only word I really recognize and remember from German. But mostly because they mentioned it in Berlin, Berlin. I actually went to Berlin a couple of years ago and it was pretty fucking cool. And there are still pieces of the German wall standing. So that's fucking awesome. Like that's really cool that that those are still there. Uh, So that's the thing that you think about. I also think about Center O. And Center O is a, a giant fucking shopping mall in Oberhausen in Germany. And it's a thing that lots of Dutch people go to because it's just over the border. So you're in Germany, but not that far. So you can get home pretty quickly in like an hour or two. So that's a lot of what people would do. So yeah, I can basically go on and on and on to talk about Germany. I not necessarily like Germany, but don't hate it, you know? So, of course, you have Cologne, and then you have uh, Gamescom over there. I've never been to Gamescom. I will probably never go to Gamescom, because that shit scares the living daylight out of me. But yeah, going back to the question, as by Dolify, I'm just going to call you that. Non-Germans of Reddit, what do you associate with Germany? And again, starting the list up front, I, of course, think about Nazi Germany, think about the Berlin Wall, think about Movie Park Germany, think about Center O. That's basically what I think about. Thank you for your question. And now, going on to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today, as by user bright-dick-6665. What is the best response to, why are you still single? I'm going to steal an answer here. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that this podcast is very much based on the 
Ask Eliza Anything podcast. I really love Eliza Schlesinger and she is super funny. I still hit myself on the head every fucking time that I didn't go to her show in Amsterdam when she was here because, man, I would have fucking loved to see her play here and play her, see her play live. And, of course, she was pregnant at a time and that's also fucking cool. I kind of, you know, the once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know what I mean? But, yeah, so she got this question on her podcast not that long ago. Why are you still single? At least not personally to her, of course, because she has a baby and a nice husband and go on. Tiny Chino. Um, so somebody asked, like, what is the best response you can give? Because people always write into her about good responses because, of course, she's a comedian and she knows comebacks. And she said that the best response to give is, I don't know, do you know somebody? And then you immediately switch the question because they're no longer pointing to your port, towards you, but you're pointing towards them if they can do something about this. And that's immediately taking away the heat of you and then putting it on them because they started this shit, so they're going to deal with this shit. So I think that that would be my answer as well. So why are you still single? Ah, I don't know. You know somebody? And then maybe maybe you, they do know somebody and maybe you're not single after a week. Who knows? But I think that that would be a good answer to your question. Bright-dick-6665. What is the best response to why are you still single? And the best response would be, I don't know. You know somebody? Thank you for your question. And now moving on to the final question of today. Of course, if you know, you know. Coming from the Am I the Asshole subreddit as by user ok-example6948. And they ask... Am I the asshole for putting a private conversation on loudspeaker, which cost my brother his 18-year relationship? Okay, guys, I'm extremely tired and it's been a long-ass day, so please excuse any poor grammar or spelling mistakes. Luckily, you don't have to read it. I will read it for you and hopefully we will get through this together. To begin, my brother Ben, 39male, this is Ben is his fake name, uh, of course. We've got to protect the innocent has been in a relationship with Abby, 39 female, also a fake name, of course, protect the innocent, for 18 years. They've been engaged eight years. They've nearly gotten married three years ago, but months before the wedding, Ben chickened out. They went to therapy, and basically because our dad left us, he has issues with commitment. We thought over the last year, he was finally going to step up for Abby and be the partner she deserves. He did seem a bit anxious leading up to the big day, but assured everyone he was okay. Today, they were meant to get married, but as Abby and us bridesmaids were about to enter the church, Ben was nowhere to be found. Everyone tried to calm her down, saying it was traffic, or he probably had a monster hangover. Well, an hour passed, then two, then three, and then after the four-hour mark, Abby said, fuck it, she was going back to the hotel and call her when he landed. My family looked panicked and nervous, trying to get through to Ben or the groomsmen who had not arrived yet. My other brothers and brothers-in-law, sister's husband, went looking for him, thinking he got hurt or arrested the night before. I went back to the hotel with a very broken-looking Abby. We drank and ate food for another hour before I got a text from my brother-in-law saying they found him in a bar and they were trying to talk him into going to his own wedding. 
My sister rang her husband and heard him in the background. He was literally acting like a five-year-old who didn't want to go to the doctor. Honestly, guys, I had enough at this stage. He messed with this girl about too long and frankly leading someone along for 18 years is just cruel. So here's where I may be the asshole of the century. I walked into Abby's room and told her, be quiet. Then I rang my brother-in-law, put him on loudspeaker and asked him what was going on. And then asked him to put my brother Ben on the phone. He started saying shit like he didn't think she was on the other on the other side. And, he all, and he's only with her because they've been together too long and he is scared to be alone. I let her hear everything. I won't lie. I felt like a monster She when she started crying. Abby then grabbed the phone, told him he had one hour to get to the church or it was over for good. Long story short, Ben ended up at the church 20 minutes later and Abby took off her dress then left the hotel alone. So he ended up being left at the altar and she went on the honeymoon alone. I've been disowned by everyone except two siblings, sisters, and had to get Abby's maid of honor to collect my suitcase from outside the hotel. Mom dumped out when she found out. I'm taking full blame for ruining the relationship and 98% of my family hates me. Am I the asshole? Well, um, it was quite a story and there were some spelling mistakes uh, that fucked me up a little bit, but hopefully I edited those out so it wouldn't be that bad for your listening. And I would say, yeah, you're not, you're not the asshole per se. I think that you're being seen as the asshole in this situation because... In the eyes of your family and especially your parents, I'm assuming, you ruined a marriage in this situation. But then again, your brother is the one that fucking jumped. He chickened out. He went, he got cold feet, went to a bar, started drinking, got drunk, and then started whining and bitching about not wanting to be with this woman. So at that point, I feel like, yeah, the arrow should be pointing at him and not at you. It's... Of course, very easy to point it at you because you are the instigator of this, in a sense. But you're not going to blame water for conducting electricity. It's the electricity that's the fucking issue, not the water. And I, I, I think that, yeah, you're more... It's like one of those things. Don't shoot the messenger in this situation, I guess. But I hope that this was all right now, that your family disowned you for right now because it sounds like you had a, you're saying that you had a long day so it seems like you wrote this at the end of the wedding day seemingly so i hope your family in the morning has slept on it thought about it and then went hey actually what she did was pretty noble because she just pulled off the band-aid that your brother didn't want to pull off so yeah, uh, overall, it's a really hard situation you're in. But overall, I don't think you're the asshole. Okay, dash example 6948. Am I the asshole for putting a private conversation on loudspeaker, which cost my brother his 18 year relationship? No, because again, they have been engaged for how long? Three years? Oh, they've been engaged for eight years. Eight years and you've not pulled the trigger yet? At that point, what's the point? What's the point of being engaged? Like, why Why are we even here? So, yeah, no. You're not the asshole. Again, I think that you're being seen as the asshole because you're the instigator of this and you put your brother on blast. But 
again, I feel like, especially because it seems like you're writing this at the end of the day on the wedding day itself. So I feel like some people will probably, they will probably see what happened in the end and say like, hey, thank you because your brother was in a relationship that he didn't really want to be in. And he was only with this girl because, you know, they've been together for such a long time. So by you basically breaking them up, it opens him up to find the perfect partner. And it also frees Abby so she can find somebody who really loves her for who she is. And not necessarily because they've been together for fucking 18 years. So yeah. Okay, dash example 6948. You're definitely not the asshole. Even though... You might be seen as it one. Thank you for your question. And that has been it for the Didn't Ask podcast for this week. I hope you had a good time. If you're listening to this on King's Day, the 27th here in the Netherlands, have a good King's Day. Go celebrate. Go sell your shit. I don't know what you want to do. Just do something. It's going to be fun. Go enjoy. I think the weather is going to be pretty okay. So that would be nice. Take a drink. Take a drink on me. If you want to know where you can find this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm. Over here, you you can see the links to all your favorite podcast services like Podcast Addict, like Pocket Cast, like Amazon Podcast, like Stitcher. We're on those two now as well. It's fucking great. We're everywhere, man. Over here on this website, you can also find a box that says message. I've mentioned this earlier in the podcast. If you click that, you can get the opportunity to record a voice memo for me so that I can play that on this right here podcast and answer your question personally. You can ask me a question about really anything. I'll try it and answer it as properly as I can. I will be back next week. And in the meantime, you can see what I'm watching thanks to tracked.tv. That link will be in the show description like all the other links before. This platform is fucking awesome. It shows you what I'm watching sometimes as i'm watching it and that's really nice so you can watch along with me and maybe even ask me a question about it later well that's all for me for this week i hope to see you back next week take good care of yourself goodbye